0: Welcome to the Fill the Well podcast. I am your host, Apostle Jennifer P. Harris, based out of St. Louis, Missouri. I thank you for spending time with me as we go through God's Word, as we are reminded that new wine cannot go in old wine skins, and that we remember that sometimes along this journey through this thing called faith, we need to stop and be replenished. And God's word, again, is the best fountain to be filled by. So I welcome you with the love of Jesus Christ, through the grace of our Father, as we begin this week once more and again to fill our wells. One of the most frequently mentioned parables in scripture is that of the lost sheep. Here we see the Lord reminding us just how much God cares for us. And in considering this meditation for our time together today, let's look a little further, shall we? If you have not accepted Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, I would like to give you that invitation now. You can do it wherever you are, no matter what time of day. God is always listening and always anxious to hear from his children. Repeat this simple prayer. Lord Jesus, I repent of my sins. Come into my life and make me new. I believe that you came you died and you rose and are coming again I accept you as Lord of my life teach me how to follow you listen to you and love you in Jesus name Amen if you prayed that simple prayer I believe you got born again and welcome to the family of Christ Get into a good Bible-based church. Find a version of the Bible by which you are most comfortable reading. And begin with the book of John or the book of Luke. As they are the easiest, they are the most easiest to read. I look forward to seeing you this time again. God bless you. The parable of the lost sheep is, again, one of the most often quoted Bible verses. And for that cause, it is one of the most powerful illustrations of just how serious, if I can use that word, that God is about us through the second person of the Godhead being Christ And I'll be reading out of Luke, the 15th chapter, the NIV version. Again, the parable of the lost sheep. Now the tax collectors, starting at verse 1, Luke 15, verse 1. Now the tax collectors and sinners were all gathering around to hear Jesus. But the Pharisees and the teachers of the law muttered, This man man welcomes sinners and eats with them. Then Jesus told them this parable. Suppose one of you has a hundred sheep and loses one of them. Doesn't he leave the ninety and nine in the open country and go after the lost sheep until he finds it. And when he finds it, he joyfully puts it on his shoulders and goes home. Then he calls his friends and neighbors together and says, rejoice with me. I have found my lost sheep. Verse seven. I tell you that in the same way there, there will be more rejoicing in heaven over one sinner who repents <laughs> And over ninety-nine righteous persons who do not need to repent. In meditation for our time together today, I want to give you this revelation that the Lord gave me as I prepared for this particular, this particular, this particular broadcast slash podcast. <clears throat> Most often, we as the body read this particular scripture very on a very surface level. And most of this is because we have a Western understanding of what, uh, that kind of animal husbandry, AKA shepherding is you, you forget that in the time by which Jesus was living. And that most of the Bible was written. We have people who made their, this is what they did. You know, their living was made in, their living was made in tending to animals and sheep need lots of space. They need lots and lots and lots of space. And normally there will be at least one to two shepherds over one flock of sheep and sheep were constantly, you know, dipping off, you know, getting sick. You, you know, there there's a lot that goes into it. So even as the Lord gave me this particular this particular revelation that it's not just the sheep being lost one time and the shepherd just gets that sheep one time. Now, again, let me go back to scripture because I know somebody will say, well, you know, apostles know what that means. Not what this says." Verse four, suppose one of you has a hundred sheep and loses one of them. Doesn't he leave the ninety in the open country and go after the lost sheep until he finds it? We have all been the lost sheep. We've all done that. We've all wandered too far, gotten with the wrong people, gotten hurt, you know, thought God wasn't looking. We've all done that. We have all been the lost sheep on more than one occasion. And the thing about the body of Christ is sometimes we don't want to admit just how badly we we really need God, and this is what I mean. In the in the dispensation of time that we are, that we are in now, everyone is very self sufficient, very self focused. We know that with the latest i whatever or Android whatever, you are able to have a portion of yourself in a device, right? You have a portion of yourself in a, in a device. Now, again, I'm a big believer in uh, technology and using all these things to their ultimate and best benefit. I'm, I'm here for that. I'm here for that. I'm here for that. And also I'm aware that anything that you don't manage can become a distraction. And here we see that the Lord tells us just how precious we are. And again, now this parable, we know that parables are, yeah, you know, again, in my right, in my second life, I'm a writer. So parables are basically wisdom fiction. They're a way to tell a truth within a story, right? Which is fitting because with Jesus being the word that the word would tell stories. But that's just my, my little anecdote. But here, the revelation that the Lord gave me is we have all been the lost sheep, but we've all been the lost sheep more than once. Scripture tells us that, yes, we go from from faith to faith and from glory to glory. We know that. and We also know that scripture tells us that all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. If we were perfect, there would be no need of a savior or needing to have a savior. What is essential to remember in considering this parable is the fact that so often we want to push being the lost sheep on someone else and we don't want to examine if we are. We don't want to examine if we are those who God is seeking. Have we wandered? Have we wandered too far? Have we gotten lost and it's now ashamed to come back? What have we done? And you have to be able to manage that. You have to be able, especially in the time and place that we are in, you have to know who you are in God and know that God is real and know what he has asked you to do. And in my own personal wrestling, you know, in my own personal wrestling and My own experiences with God, sometimes what we what we do when we when we wander off, right, is not to admit that we wandered. We don't want to admit that we that we have strayed, that we believe that. If I go over here. God won't notice or if I go over here, God won't care. And then the seduction of the enemy comes in to say, well, yeah, you can stay out here. You can you can stay out here. It's fun out here. You don't have any accountability out here. And then the further you stray, you look up and now you're lost. And what some of us do again in our in our fallen human nature is what we do is. We want to say, right, we want to say that. This is not. This is not okay, and I can't go back. I can't go back. I can't, I can't go back and repent. You know, God doesn't love me anymore. Um, you know, I've messed up my life so bad. I might as well just stay out here. The thing that again, the, the old saints would say that sin takes you further than you ever wanted to go and keeps you longer than you ever wanted to stay. And the thing about that is, it's absolutely true. Even, uh, C.S. Lewis in, um, his play, uh, the screw tape letters. And I know to most Christians that, uh, CS Lewis is, is controversial because of some of the things that he wrote, even though, uh, CS Lewis has, has his own, um, interesting conversion story. But in his, uh, in his play, the screw tape letters, uh, screw tape, this demon, is speaking to his underling Wormwood, and he tells, and Screwtape tells him that <clears throat> the road to hell is a gradual one. Take them from the pla- take them from the path gradually, and then get them lost to the point that they can't get their way back. Now, again, we know that again, we know that most people think that that play is very controversial because you have this believing person writing about you know, basically this dialogue, this dialogue in a realm by which we as believers are never going to be a part of. And yet there's wisdom in that because you can almost not almost that would, not almost, you can, you can almost, yeah, you can almost parallel it with the parable of the lost sheep. The thing is that the, if the shepherd is paying attention, and again, we see here in scripture that Uh, The Lord calls it the open country. So you have all these all these sheep eating grass, grazing. Excuse me, eating grass, grazing. You have them doing what sheep do. So if the shepherd is paying attention, they know which sheep are missing. Now, notice notice this. Verse four, again, suppose one of you has a hundred sheep and loses one of them. Doesn't he leave the ninety and nine in the open in the open country and go after the lost sheep until he finds it? If the shepherd is paying attention, he or she. Knows Well, normally shepherds were men, but we're not going to get into that right now. But if the shepherd is paying attention They know that they know when the sheep is lost, or if something happens, the shepherd's distraction, distracted. They're supposed to know how many sheep they're supposed to have, and go find the other sheep. This lets me know that as a member of the fivefold, as a as one who has pastored, as one who is going to do exactly what God has asked her to do, that you have there's a level of involvement. As a shepherd that you cannot relax from. You have to know where the sheep are. And we know here. uh, We're speaking geographically. But you also have to know where the sheep are spiritually. Because here it says. Again. Doesn't he leave. He being the shepherd. Leave the 99 in this open country. And go after the lost sheep until he finds it. And the one thing I want you to hone in on is that he said, until he finds it. There's nothing you can do to make God not love you. Nothing. Nothing. There's nothing you could ever do to make God say, you know what? I'm going to throw my hands up. And we know that scripture says that, you know, he gave them over to a reprobate mind. But look at what happened that preceded that where you just where you you just if you just abject reject God, don't want anything, anything from him to do with him. Yes, God will then turn you over to, to the thing that you clearly that you clearly want and worship, which is never a good thing. And yet you have a level of involvement in this particular parable that says, right, that says. The, sh- the shepherd will, will leave, does leave. The 19 and 9 to find the one. And are you not worthy of that? Are you not worthy of being found? Because God loved us first before we even knew him. And the blessed thing I want you to take with you on your journey today. Is. If you are lost there are ways to be found and god knows where you and god knows where you are and there's nothing saying that you cannot come home and i'm and i'm never going to tire of saying this either <clears throat> as my allergies are being most obtrusive this morning because the enemy can't go home ever he doesn't want anyone else to go home either The Lord, seek the Lord while he may be found. Because trust, he is looking for you. I promise. And for me. And for anyone else who is part of this fold known as the body of Christ. And he will not stop looking for you. Ever. Thank you so much for listening to Fill the Well podcast this week. I hope that you were encouraged. I hope that you were strengthened. I hope that you are reminded that God is still able and able to do all things. I look forward to speaking to you all next week. If you would be so inclined to sow a seed into this ministry, you may do so via PayPal. The PayPal is Apostle J. B. Harris at gmail.com. Again, that is A P O S T L E. J as in Jack, B as in Boy, H as in Hot, A R R I S at gmail.com. Until next week, may your prayers be fruitful, may God ever smile on you, and may your well stay full.